Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode in the Spotlight series, Anime May. Anime May. Anime. Yeah, Anime in May. Jesus. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, this one is a very near and dear, all of these are kind of near and dear to at us. least one of us, uh, but this one is probably the coolest one that we found that we both care about equally yes uh show together. that makes shows our, we found together yeah show that makes our tummies just feel great when we watch it uh there's certain people in it but anyway uh we're talking about my hero academia yeah. today uh the first movie my uh two heroes because uh we we've seen the second one it's not out on dvd i don't know when that's gonna come out because of this this rona is kind of messing things up yeah so I mean, well, they'll probably digital release it. If yeah, but actually, wouldn't be surprised. So they they dubbed it. So they just need to release it. Yeah. So there's issues with it and stuff. But uh, no, <laughs> if you have not seen My Hero Academia, uh, it's, watch the show. Dear God, it's so good. It's amazing. So I'll just give you a quick little overview of the show. So, in a world populated with superhumans, so in this world, people get powers. They call them quirks instead of just superpowers. It's a cool little phrase. It's, what, 80%? 80%. 80 80% of the world gets superpowers, quirks. Uh, There's this kid named Azuku Midoriya. He is born without him. Uh, He idolizes, loves the Superman of Japan. His name is All Might. Uh, This dude... You cannot frown when you look at All Might. It's impossible. He is constantly smiling. Uh, he has this cool, like, comic book look to him that he has, like, shading on his face as he's, like, smiling at you. Oh, he's the coolest. Ah, uh, oh, shit, the show is amazing. So, he idolizes All Might uh, his, when he was a child. I think they said before. Before you're what six? Five. Before you're five, you should manifest something. Something should pop up power-wise. And Midoriya was not born with powers, and so he's one of those weird minorities. Uh, he was kind of torn up about it, but he still is investigating people's powers. He's he wants to be a hero without powers, and he actually he meets up with. All Might in like the first episode and he asks him like can I still be a hero without powers and All Might says no at first but then after seeing his heart basically yeah, seeing how heartful yeah, how he is, moves how much he cares be- yeah how he moves before he you know his body can react or anything he just, reacts before he can think about it yes let's say that backwards so like you know the, the heroes out in the world that you know they see a car accident they don't mm. think like oh shit I should go out there and help they're already out there they're halfway down yeah. the street doing it so all might sees this and all might tells him hey guess what i was a hero that didn't have powers i got this power from somebody and you know what you're gonna get it next and so this show is a story of this kid getting the powers of superman honestly yeah and him going to a fucking high school where they teach you to be better with your powers. And so it's him trying it's to learn so the powers on the fly with people that know how to use their powers. Yes. And just it's, survive. It's oh. basically like X-Men First Class if the majority of people in just out in the world were mutants. Yeah. So it's like a world where 80% of the world is mutants and have really cool powers and the other 20% are just normies. 
and there's still a school like that all the best mutants go to you know to get training and become super super duper humans like or super duper mutant heroes um but that's basically what it is yeah so <laughs> it, it it's great i i it's so this is another one good. i can't just stop singing the praises of this show uh it, it just shows different angles of just superheroes and stuff so it's a really cool one so this movie uh like we said before with uh anime movies of shows that are continuously going because like the trigun one that was after it was like seven years after they made that movie this one is a show that's fresh and so kind of the issue comes up of hey this happens in between seasons this happened between season two and three i believe Mm -hmm. And so uh, summer happens, and so summer break goes down. And in the in between the seasons, they say like, you know, he's like summer break happened, and we went home for a little bit, and now we're back to train. Yeah. When that happened, when they went home, Deku. This movie happened. Yeah. So this movie went down. So Midoriya uh, goes on a trip with All Might because they're best friends now. Uh, father and son, honestly. Yes, they really <laughs> And are. they go to an island where heroes, um, they go, it's kind of like an expo. It's like Comic-Con for superheroes. Well, kind of. This island is uh, called Eye Island, and it is specifically for scientific research. So the scientific research that is done on this island is all to progress um, technology to benefit superheroes. So it works with superhuman... So basically... In this world, there are like tech geeks, basically, that work alongside the heroes that provide them with their costuming, their support items, like, you know, their belt, their battering, all that kind of junk. There's those people. And all of these scientists work on Eye Island together to continually produce um, more and more advanced technology for heroes to use and for the world as a whole to use. They're basically advancing technology or advancing the humans at an alarming rate basically on this island they're working with technology to just make it go super fast yeah so at the the high school and there's probably other schools where they do this uh there's different um tracks that you can take so there's like the hero course there's like the support course where you build things and then there's Mm -hmm. there's different lines and so uh all might has a friend there uh his name is david shield and back when he was in america when he was trying to figure out how what type of hero he's going to be and all this different things about it uh they met when he was um at the some american school they haven't really talked about yet and so they became best friends and he was out there and he's like my name's all might and he's like well your clothes like burnt off he's like here's a cool suit that won't burn he's like thanks they become best friends so uh we'll talk about all might later but this dude uh all his special moves are called smashes but he bases them off of states in America. On cities. Yeah. And so... He's, a, he's a, basically a power superhero. So we keep referring to him as Superman. But it's more... It's not like he doesn't have all of the powers of Superman. He has super strength. Um, and he's super, like, nearly invincible. Yeah. He's... And that's pretty much all the powers that we know that he has at this But it's moment. more of... He's so strong... He can do things physically that are different. So, like, he can wave his hands hard enough to make wind cut things and yeah. stuff like that. So, he's learned how his body works to the point where he can make other things happen. So, yeah. like I said, 
he's amazing. He smiles all the time. He's so cool. He's so, so good. Uh, in the show, he does like Detroit Smash is one of his favorites. But in the movie, we see a California Smash, which is like a cross chop that he does. And it just, ah, oh, he's so, so good. He's so cool. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I, we, we don't have to do a step-by-step thing on this. So um, on the island with everybody, uh, bad guys get on the island because they want to steal some stuff and, and take everybody hostage. Lo and behold, they didn't realize All Might was there because All Might's, like I said, the he's, Superman. He's like Superman of that world. So when he's there... Everyone's it, afraid of him. Yeah. Anywhere he's at, shit does not happen because it's it's so difficult to do things while he's like around. Like you're basically just going to die. Yeah. He's going to knock you the fuck out. So, um, so bad guys are there to steal something and all the kids from the hero course at the high school that he teaches at are there inadvertently. A bunch they of all, them. They all find their way there somehow because... It's a movie, all so rich. <laughs> you have to find ways to get all the characters there somehow. Kind of like with the Trigun one, you know, Millie and Meryl were there because some insurance thing happened, and Wolfwood ended up there because he was a bodyguard, and Vash is just there because he's Vash, and he, anywhere he goes, bad things happen. Yeah. So in this one, everybody finds a way there, and the bad guys take over, and All Might is indisposed of. He can't be Superman, so it's up to the kids to save the day. And so that's the broadest stroke that we can say about the movie. Yeah. The kids um, are in an advantage because none of the bad guys know anything about them because they're not registered heroes. So they basically have to, all heroes have to register um, to be heroes and they have to, like, sh- basically what they were trying to do in, um, what, Civil War? honestly and basically you have to tell everyone like once you become a a pro hero everyone needs to know what your powers are like you know you start getting on tv everyone starts seeing all the stuff you can do well these guys are just kids they're like barely in high school so none of the bad guys have ever seen them before like they don't know what their powers consist of what they can do so the kids are really able to sneak through without causing too much of a hullabaloo for most of it because they the bad guys don't know what they can do to their eye, they're just regular kids. Like, they don't yeah. know if that they have superpowers at all. They're just fucking random kids that, that are wandering around, so. Yeah. So, uh, one more time before we get into, you know, a little bit deeper into the movie. But seriously, give the show a shot. And when you get past the second season, please watch this movie. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, we have some friends that read the manga. And they're catching up to where the show is. And because uh, the show, it's what, season five? About to be, I think. Yeah. And they're like, wow, this is pretty good. I'm like, yeah, it's a solid, solid manga. It, it's, I will say, it's a typical manga. It's nothing different. It's not like... It's a shonen. Yeah, it's not like Demon Slayer, something that hopefully we can do an episode over at some point. Uh, you know, Demon Slayer, there's no tournaments. It's just a kid learning how to fight demons so he can save his sister. In this one, there's a tournament arc. There's there's different types of arcs. It's just it's what happens in anime. So, uh, Katie, who's your favorite character in the My Hero movie? Melissa Shield. Yes. She is the daughter of David Shield, who is All Might's friend. She refers to All Might as Uncle Might. Um, she grew up uh, around All Might and her, of course, her dad, um, and really got to know. Um, 
about All Might a lot. She knows a lot about All Might um, as hi like him just as a regular person, not as his hero persona, basically. Um, so she has this really cool, like, personable or personal relationship with him that you don't really ever get to see in the show so much because there's so many other things happening in the show that you don't mm -hmm. get to see a lot of, like, interpersonal relationships with All Might besides him and Izuka Midoriya. So... I love her because she is quirkless as well. She's just a regular human being. She's super bright. She, you know, she's the daughter of one of the world's, basically the world's top scientist. And she plans on filling his shoes, you know, as soon as she graduates and becoming, you know, the next top scientist. She's going to take over the, her dad's like, or work with her dad and then, you know, do her own thing. She's whip smart. She has all these ideas and the know-how because she does live on the island. That is where she lives. So she's able to, or that is where she lives. <laughs> she's able to help the students from 1A navigate through the tower that they're going through to get them to where they need to be to stop the bad guys, basically. So she's kind of um, a sidekick, but she's so important to the plot of this story that if she weren't there, this story would have fallen apart. And I love her, not only because of that, because she does help, but I love her because she sees and is smart enough to put together, she's like the one person in this universe, basically, besides her dad, that can put together the relationship between um, All Might and Midoriya without it being spelled out for them. Yeah. Like... She's literally the lowest lane of this world where she's like, oh, Clark, that Clark guy, that's definitely Superman, right? Like, she can see that there's something special, some type of special relationship between um, Izuku and All Might. And she puts it together before anyone else and is able to like, oh, well, your power is a lot like this. Like, maybe you need this special device to help you because your body's not ready to handle it or, you know, whatever. I like her because it, the way that this movie was set up, they really made it seem like she's going to be Deku's, Izuka Midoriya's, his hero name is Deku, sorry. Like, she's going to be his support person. Yeah. So, David, her dad, was All Might's support person and provided him with his um, costumes and his gear and all those different things. And I feel like this, they set this up so that Melissa could be Deku's when the time comes, when they're both out of school and it's time to be pros, like Melissa will be his go-to because she is in on the secret, basically. Yeah, like I said with um, the Trigun movie, um, what usually happens in movies from anime, uh, they add at least one character that you're like, fuck, I hope you come back at some point because you are so good at what you do and you're lovable. But that's the thing about movies like this. They always find one person. She's like, you're going to like this person a lot. And yeah. they probably will never come back. Okay. Uh, Melissa was amazing. And I'm glad you said her name. Because that just takes the weight off of my back. And I can say, my favorite character of this movie, fucking All Might. So, um, when Not the show's... Here. I am here. Yeah. <laughs> so, when the show starts... All Might's already an established character. He's there. He's the strongest dude. Villains are like, oh, shit, All Might's here. We, we should leave. And all through the seasons, he's got the smile on his face. And then when the kids are in trouble, he pops in. The smile is, like, 
this like frown smile and he's his like angry smile like his he's angry, about to fucking whoop some ass yeah his angry smile pops up and he's like y'all need to get the fuck out of this school and they're like oh shit and then he just drops everybody because that's papa all night man that's what yeah, he does he's, he's great so in this movie we get to see more about his younger life because in the show they don't they don't really go back for all night it's always forward with him and whatever happens to him i'm not gonna say what things go down he ain't dead I'll say that. But things that happen in the show, it's just further down. Things develop for him. But they, the, the beginning of this movie, the first 10 minutes of the movie, is it's him as, like, what, a t- late teenager? Maybe in his 20s? I think, yeah, I think he was, like, in college or late yeah. high school. So, like, college age. And so, like I said, he has this smile, this constant smile on his face, but you can't see his... Like pupils or his eyes, it's all shaded because he looks like a. Not when he's young. You can see his pupils. Well, I was going to say, now you can't see it. He's like a fucking statue. But when he was young, you could see his eyes. And it's like, well, what the fuck happened to you? <laughs> it's like, why can't you see your eyes when you get older? But he's so cute and he's out there saving he really the world. Is. And he's so cute. He, it's awesome. Like, I'm telling you, his, his catchphrase is, I am here. And like, there's certain characters in this world. When someone says, like, hey, I got you. And you're like, oh, I believe you. If I was in that world and All Might's like, I am here. No need to be scared anymore of this. I'm here. I'm like, oh, you goddamn right. I'm not scared. He's so fucking cool. So, All Might's my my dude. Because in the beginning of the movie, we get more backstory to him. Like, in America. And why he calls all his moves American, like, places. Because, you know, it's like... Hey, this move I named after your favorite state, like California Smash. And it's like, well, why do you do that? He's like, because he was in America for a while and he loves America. So he's like, all these places, I'm going to call it, you know, Detroit Smash and Texas Smash. You know, it's a cool thing he does. Uh, but yeah, no, All Might's one of the coolest characters. He's at the beginning of this movie, kind of in the middle. He's kind of not there anymore because he, he gets detained, detained. because... In a world where you have a Superman, Superman has to be busy while the other people save the day. It happens in Justice League episodes all the the time. time. Superman has to be detained. Or it's like, hey, there's five places with tornadoes. Take care of that, Superman. And it's like, well, I'm going to be busy for an hour. You guys have to save the day while I'm gone. Because I can take care of all that shit, but I won't be here to help you. So All Might is busy. And... uh, Everybody else is doing their thing, and then at the end, All Might pops up, and he's like, let's go do some shit. And it's one of the coolest moments. I'm sad that we couldn't see it live in the theater. Um, All the comments I'd read about the last 10 minutes of this movie, they said everybody was screaming and cheering in the theater. I'm honestly glad I didn't see this in the theater, because I would have been mad that I wouldn't have been able to hear. Yeah, but still, I'd have been like, oh, shit. Oh, I'd have been yelling. But uh, we'll talk about the end later on. Watching the end of fucking Endgame. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When when uh, when he grabs the hammer, you're like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's screaming. Our theater was fine, but I've seen the reactions of the like other opening night theaters where people are just like fucking screaming at the top of their lungs through that whole fight scene. I'm like, god damn it, shut up! I can't hear what's happening. That's true, but that is a feel good moment. It really is. He's like, oh shit, he is worthy. What? I knew it. <laughs> so, uh, okay, now let's go to the, I guess, sad part of this. Uh, who is your least favorite character, Katie? 
I don't know why go you're ahead, asking go me. Go ahead and say his name. <laughs> go ahead and say his fucking name. Oh, my least favorite character in this movie and this whole series is Minoru Mineta. Okay. Sidebar, before Katie gets on them, why he is a frownable character. In anime, you always got to have one lecherous character that's all about women or dudes. I've seen some lecherous women, but usually it's dudes. Like in Dragon Ball Z, it was Master Roshi. He was all about seeing some boobies. His nose would bleed, and he's like, ah. So usually, I know it's, I I don't want to say tradition, because sometimes things don't have to be tradition. But there's usually a character in anime that is lecherous. Uh, if there isn't just a set person, usually some main character has points that they do it. Go, Katie. There's no point to this fucking character. <laughs> Not all anime needs a lecherous character. And the idea that all anime needs a lecherous character is toxic as fuck. Okay? We do not need horny characters in anime. Plenty of fucking anime do just fine without a horny dude in it. Horny woman, whatever. We don't need that. Okay? And this kid is the fucking worst. Like, I don't want to see, I don't want everyone to come at me telling me the fucking uh, Kaminari is also a gross pervert. He's a couple steps better than Mineta. Yes. He is on a pedestal above Mineta because he knows when to fucking (laughs) stop. Okay? Like, they both make inappropriate comments because they're teenage boys and of the entire... In the entirety of the class that they are in, all 20 people that, they, that they're around all the time, the two of them are like the horn dogs. And the fact that there's not more horn dogs in their class is actually shocking because there's fucking, it's 20 teens, like all in a class, like seven of them are girls and they're all smoking hot. And yeah. the other 13 of them are teenage boys. These are all like 15 year olds. And the fact that only two of them are horn dogs is amazing. So but- I like to think that the creator did that. He's like, instead of being realistic and having all the kids be like, oh, boobies, he's like, I'm just going to put this in the, like one person yes. and just get it out the so, way. Th- so the two of them together, Kaminari and Mineta, are both like horn dogs. They both make attempts at seeing, you know, they always want to like, oh, let's try to get to the pool so we can see the girls in their bathing suits or let's you know let's do this there's bound to be hot girls over there and okay like sure that's a normal like that's a teen reaction or a teen mindset like sex is usually on the mind that's fine yeah but Mineta is one of those characters who doesn't know when to stop and he takes it too far whereas Kaminari stops when it starts getting Oh, like he is not in your face in the girls' faces about it. He like talks to Mina on the side or to the other boys and is like, "Hey, you know, if we go over there, we might be able to see some swimsuits or whatever." But Mineta is like gets in women's faces, like talks about it openly, like drools on them, <laughs> tries to touch boobies and shit, and it's fucking gross. And he does it in this movie a couple times and fucking gross and he's a chicken shit of all of the rest of the heroes in his class he's the one who's always like "Mm, i don't want to do that i'm really scared i don't think i should do that why the fuck are you in the hero course bro why are you in 1a get the fuck down go to 
Class B, get out of here. At least he's shown some bravery later in the show. Because they force him to. Yeah. And even in this, they, they you know, they, they force him. So he has it in him, but he's like, my power. So Mineta's power, we'll talk about why he's probably the way he is. Uh, his hair are like balls, and he can take part of his hair off, and it's sticky, and you can't get out of it if you get stuck to it. He can bounce off of them, and that's kind of it. So yeah. he, he can yeah, climb balls. walls with his hair if he has to. Like Spider-Man-ish. Yeah. Like webs. Or he can throw them at people and they stick. And if it gets onto you, it's kind of like uh, that scene in Incredibles when, um, I can't remember. The, oh, yeah. The balls that, Father Incredible. that, stick, that stick to Mr. Yeah. Incredible. When he, all those black balls were like sticking to him and then like he sees. It's totally that. Yeah. It just, he's good at immobilizing people. Yes. That's his power. But he's, but he's like not, four foot nothing and he's very he's, scared of the he's world. He's not brave. Like most of the rest of his class is. Um, of all of the rest of the heroes, he's like the most chicken shit. Besides maybe yeah. Coda. And Coda wasn't even in this movie. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just bugs the shit out of me that he is so chicken shit. And I don't want to hear, because there's a lot of debate on in within the My Hero like fan base. There's a lot of like, oh, well, if Mineta was a tall, like, hot boy, you wouldn't have a problem with him. <laughs> it doesn't, it wouldn't matter that he's pervy. And no, it would still be a fucking problem because he takes it too far. Like, yeah. have all the internal mo- monologue in your own mind or with your best friend about who you think is hot and whatever. Like, go ahead and do that. But the second that you, it comes out of your mouth and you're just like sending dick pics to be like verbal dick pics to people like get the fuck out of here you're trash and you don't deserve to be here yeah so the thing with Mineta which if I have an idea about anime and how things work uh he'll probably get a little taller at some point because he is a little he's a little midget and he probably won't be one of the top heroes Mm -mm. and probably at some point he'll wisen up because things happen, like Krillin, if you in, in the Dragon Ball universe, Krillin, when he was a little kid, was a big old horn dog. He actually got to uh, chosen by Master Roshi to get trained by him because he brought him a box full of pornos. So Master Roshi was like, hell yeah, I'll train you. And he's like, yes, thank you, Master. Uh, yeah, that sounds like fucking uh, Naruto. Yeah. Furby Sage. <laughs> Yeah, Jiraiya's a big old perv, too. Uh, but yeah, I think it'll be something kind of Jiraiya-ish. Like, he'll get better, and he'll kind of learn. But Jiraiya was a big old horn dog. But um, I think something will happen, and he'll get a little bit better. Maybe some tragedy will wisen him up. Well, I think part of... An, another part of the problem with Mineta's character design... Well, the way that his character is, is the timing of this show... So, like, if you look at, like, Naruto um, or even um, Dragon Ball Z, those shows... Well, I don't actually know about Dragon Ball Z, but... It's it, old as fuck. Yes, but in Naruto, the timing, like, the physical timing of the show is meant to be taking place a while ago. Like, it's not taking oh, place in 2015. It's not taking place, you know, 2020. It's kind of back in the day. It's, like, back in the day. Like, that show, they have, what, telephones, maybe? Or, no, they have walkie-talkies, right? This show is like in the in the sixties, maybe, like it's at most, probably earlier little. than that. It's, I think that show is. Uh, I think Naruto's like 
World War Two. It's so weird. They have, they have weird things. amount of technology. But, but it's a world where people have powers, so they don't yes, count. But I guess, but it's but. not modern. Like it's not super modern. Whereas yeah, in cars. my hero, it is like today. Like we're dealing in modern day, like everything. So for me, it's hard to justify a character being that way because that would not fly in regular society. Like Minetta would get the shit kicked out of him just all the time. Everywhere. And I mean, he does. Like I was going to say, the girls, they, they usually jump him. So. The girls do beat him up, but at the same, it's like, he would be beat up to the point where he wouldn't say it anymore. And so that doesn't happen in this show. He his, just keeps saying it. Like, his character, because when things get too serious, where it's like, oh, this bad guy's trying to, like, kidnap this kid, or blah, 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 happens in the show, he's there for levity. Like, he's not going to be there helping with that thing. He's chilling over here. Oh, shit. Oh, the bathhouse. Ha, ha. I... It's, it, it's just yes, for... It's a, it's a really it's bad... It's to lighten the mood. It's a really bad shonen trope that I wish that they would yeah, get rid of. It's an old school thing, but... We don't... Shonens... I feel like we've moved past the point of needing that weird, like, sexual, weird like icebreaker. Well, like, it's, it's getting to the point where they're getting there because a lot of people are like, well, why is Mineta here? And it's... People that seen a ton of anime like me, it's like I don't know. He's, there's always someone like that. Yeah, but but I'm not again, defending. My, but I'm like, yeah, it's always someone point, there. There doesn't need to be that yeah. person there anymore. Like we're past that. I don't need that character in my. I mean, I'm I'm not a teenage boy, so I'm not who Shonen is aimed at. But like, not everybody needs that. Yeah, it's dumb. But I, I think. but I think he'll change at some point. Okay, so sorry that was a really long tangent about why but I, I like him. But I knew the second when I <laughs> when we said least favorite character, Katie's been salty about him for since the beginning. Day one. I love Mineta. He's a mess. Ugh. He's not my favorite. Uh, Aoyama. Uh, but who's your least favorite? Shiny boy. My least favorite, probably the fucking villain of this story. I'm in of the show. I don't give. A oh, fuck of the show, my least favorite. Well, they don't do enough with Koji. Uh, or Coda. Coda. The oh. animal one, so animal boy. might as well say him. They don't oh, want to. He's so sweet. They don't want to showcase him, so I, I don't know. He's so sweet. He saved the day. A I know times. he's sweet and awesome, but they don't show me enough, so I'm gonna say he's my least favorite until they fucking show him. I guess. I know. He ain't a pervy asshole, so. But that, hey man, at least he's getting fucking screen time. Shit. <sighs> they, That's right. All them kids, man. If you're not fucking Deku or Bakugo. Yeah, getting need, all the fucking time. Yeah. I need the other kids, man. Shit. Yeah, you guys need to step it up, creators of this <gasps> show. We need to see more of Class 1A, of the other, the side characters. We need to more Aoyama for sure. We're the weird fans that like the supporting characters, because if you know me, Otis Oh, I like loves, Deku a lot, too. I like yeah. I like the main characters a lot, too. But, but Otis loves supporting characters. The supporting characters in this show yeah. are so good, and if, we need to add... Yeah. They need to talk about them more. Yeah. If like Hagakure? Get... Can we get some more fucking Hagakure in this shit? Yeah, man. There's... Jesus. <laughs> there are people, like shows, movies, if the supporting characters make me smile, I'm on track with whatever the main character's got to do. Mm-hmm. Even if I'm not with it. I'm like, man, but I like old dude behind him saying all the jokes. That was amazing. Yeah. So uh, my least favorite character is the bad guy. And that's another thing about me. You guys know. If a bad guy's doing a job right, I appreciate you. I appreciate you, and I likes it a lot. Uh, Wolfram, uh, he was, he was made to be okay. So, 
the main guy, David. So All Might's friend was sneakily hired these bad guys to uh, rob him so he can get control of this um, machine that he made. So it helps people with their quirks. It multiplies. It makes your quirk the strongest it could ever be. And uh, because All Might, his quirk is going going away. Going away. So, like, at the beginning when we said that All Might is going to give his powers to Deku, because they're both people that didn't have powers, uh, he passes his All Might power to him. And so, a little bit is left. And All Might is still doing his job, but every day that he does his job, it's slowly burning out. So, it's kind of like, you know you have to get, like, a fill-up on your car, but you're like, I can go a little bit longer. And that I'll make it. That nozzle's like slowly going to E, and like, okay, I'm good. And then right before he gets to E, someone's like, "Hey, I need you to go like three hours this way." And you're like, "Fuck, I think I can make it." So he's getting to that point. All Might is like, "I still have to be amazing. I still have to save everybody, the whole world, but my powers are going out." So that's some of the conflict that All Might has during the show. That's why he's so fucking cool. This man only got powers and he's out here being amazing. So, uh, Wolfram is just the main bad guy and he's like, mm-hmm, I'm bad. And the the villain that hates you, All Might, told me these things and I'm evil. That's yeah. kind of it. He's just kind of there. Yeah, he's not anything special. And then he multiplies his powers and he's like, worse? I, it just... I appreciate bad guys. Like I said, I love when a bad guy is bad because it, it just it makes the good guys better. But this bad guy was just kind of there. But the good guys were just better, so they didn't need him. And mm-hmm. it's probably for the best that they were so good and they didn't need him because he was poop. Okay, so the ending of this movie. If you haven't seen this, please watch it. But we're going to talk about this ending because it's so fucking good. So... The bad guy, his power, he's kind of like Magneto, a young Magneto. He can control metal and move it around and stuff. And he's a pretty strong bad guy for, um, we call him Deku, that's his code name. So Midoriya. Deku's been trying to fight him this whole time, but he's young. He doesn't have as much experience fighting. And he's not full strength. Yes. He doesn't have full control of his power. We forgot to tell you. So when All Might gave him his power, the power is just in his body and it's like, have fun. And so it's kind of like... It's kind of like Naruto where he has something in him that's super strong and he has, he can only use so much and it will fuck him up. So the the entire premise of the show is basically uh, Deku preparing his body and mind (laughs) to handle the strength of the power that All Might has given him. Because in the first episode, he punches a robot to save a girl. And blows out his legs because he jumps up to get close to the robot and blows out his arm when he punches, he punches it. it. Like he, he breaks all the bones in his arm. Yeah, so his whole body is just so soft. Well, <laughs> it's just that it, it can't handle, he hasn't prepared his body enough to handle all of the strength that he's doing. So the whole, the entirety of the show is him getting stronger and stronger and stronger so that he can use more and more of his power yeah. at once. He's constantly holding himself back. So that he doesn't just, like, destroy himself. Blow his arms out. And it's kind of a conflict in the show. Because he's all about, like, well, fuck it. I, fuck do, it. I'm punching first. as hard as I can. And, like, hey. Act first. He's like, don't you blow your arms out. He's like, I'm going to do it. Fuck it. 
We're doing it live! And he blows yeah, his arms it. out. We'll do it live. But so, um, Wolfram gets the machine that David was trying to save for All Might and multiplies his magnet powers. And so he's like Super Magneto. And so he's beating the shit out of Deku. And then All Might yeah, comes up. Yeah, X-Men 3. Yeah. And so All Might pops up and he's like, leave my son alone, you son of a bitch. And so they start scrapping. Everybody's like, oh, All Might's got this. Unfortunately, All Might has been in his super mode a little too long the whole day. And so he kind of has this time limit. Every day he can be super strong. And when he's not in super mode, he's like this weird bony form. <laughs> small Might. He's like this like cancerous, like small weak Mike. form. And he's it's like, adorable. Ugh. it's very cute. But uh, you learn that that super muscular form that he has, it's him flexing his muscles kind of. And so he's like, I can only flex for so power. long yeah. before I get tired and I have to unflex. And then when I unflex, I'm a tiny little person. <laughs> yeah, It's cute. So he's running out of time. But when he sees Deku getting his ass beat, fuck time limits. He like, gives him the power. The strength returns to him. And he's just like, nah, yeah. fuck you, dude. Yeah. So in the show, they uh, one tagline of the high school is plus ultra. Plus ultra means... Uh, so you have these limits, fuck them limits. Yeah, go above and beyond. Do whatever you need to do ultra. to win this. And so that happens a lot in this show. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm using 100% right now. Fuck it, 120. Need to well, rev it up. I gotta go over because that's the only thing that will beat you right now. I have to do more than I should. Mm-hmm. So um, All Might's trying his best and he's getting tired out there. And so he's getting his ass beat. And then Deku comes up, and the kids come up to the roof, and they're helping out All Might and stuff. They're cheering him on. They're all working together. All the kids in class are helping out. They're doing what they can against the rest of the metal. Yeah. Cheering him on. And so Deku and All Might kind of land next to each other, and All Might realizes, he's like, I can't do this on my own. He's like, well, son, let's beat this man's ass together. Oh, my God. It's so good. (laughs) It's legit. Like a 10-minute period of this fight but then all might and deku oh, without it even like brings a smiley tear to my eye <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like so good. thinking about it without even talking about it they start to just do the same moves they run into this fight they are in step running next to each other oh. at super speed <laughs> so good. oh my god it's so fucking powerful and so and- it's so good. And so they're dodging all these moves. The other kids are helping, like, hold back things that are flying at them. And everybody's cheering them on. It's like um, towards the end of Speed Racer, that movie, if you finally saw it, please watch it if you didn't, where everyone's cheering Speed on. And he's like, I got to win. I got to win. I got to win. And everybody's like, do it. Do it. And they're screaming. It's like that. Everybody's like, go. Go. Do it. Yes. And even the curmudgeon of the group, Bakugo, hates everything. He's like, do it. Yeah. And so all my and Deku come together and they do a Detroit smash. Double Detroit smash. Double Detroit smash. And they they... blow this dude's shit up. Oh my god. It's so fucking good. It's so so fucking good. good. The year that this movie came out, that this fight actually won the award for best fight scene in an anime from the uh, anime awards. Oh yeah. The the, like big anime awards that they host in Japan. Yeah. Everybody's like, there's nothing as good as this. This is the coolest (laughs) shit that I had seen up until just recently when we saw that Demon Slayer Slayer fight. The ending of Demon Slayer season one. Against the spider kid. Woo. That's a good ending. Like legitimately that, 
the fucking the double Detroit smash in this film is so fucking good, and the whole like, it's impossible to not have a smile on your face. Yeah, while this fucking, is fucking happening, it's fucking great. Like, the two. Oof. Oh my god, it's just so good. Oh, so I forgot to tell you. So, so um, what I said before with these anime movies, how they do it. Uh, usually the main character gets some type of item that helps them, but then they will never talk about it again. So Deku gets this gauntlet because his, he keeps blowing his arms out. That's just his thing. Mm-hmm. And so he gets this gauntlet that lets him do three. From Melissa, his uh, future partner, yeah. I think. Yeah, well, I hope. his hero partner. So Melissa gives him a gauntlet that gives him three full-powered all-night punches. He can do three of them bad boys. Mm-hmm. And so he's been working at around 15 to 20%. He can do 100. And so uh, at the end of this fight, he has one left. And him and Papa All Might come together. And oh, my God. <laughs> when they go in for their final punch, Detroit. like Deku goes for his Detroit smash. smash and he pulls back. All Might does this like fucking flex and flies toward him, and then he does a oh, it's so stunned, fucking. It's oh so fucking God. good. This movie is so so good. So they go in for the punch, break everything in this man's body. He has to be on the verge of death because he yeah. took two of these punches to the face. I don't limp, care who you are, straight limp. Yeah. He just fucking fell limp. <laughs> he's a bag of jelly. Uh, I I don't understand how he's alive. So they knock him out. All Might's like, oh, I need to lay down. <laughs> it's like, Almost fucked up. He's used everything. Half his body is like, like weak form. He can like hold parts of him. Yeah. And so, uh, everything works out. It's all good. And then Deku never talks about anything about this ever again. But um, this is a feel good man. You get to the end of this, it's the best moment. Like I, I asked Katie, do you want to do best moments of it? And I was like, well, who am I kidding? We're gonna talk about the last it's ten minutes the same of this shit. movie. When All Might... It's me exactly the same. When we get to see All Might fight some more. Because like I said, when the show starts, he's an established hero. So you don't see that much of him because it's yeah. about the kids. And so anytime we get to see All Might swing on people... And the, and the fact that we get to see All Might with Deku. Like, we don't get to see them fight together. That's true. Ever. Like, basically, Deku's time as a hero starts as All Might's time as a hero is coming to an end. Yeah. So their time together to fight as a pair or at all together is very, very minimal. So yeah. in this movie, when we get to see them fight together, it's like, holy shit, we've been waiting two seasons for this. It's so fucking good. Yeah, and this, there's like, they go back to back a couple of times in this fight. Like, ugh. Yeah, it's this, so this movie is like, it's weird. It's, it, it, Checks all the boxes, but it's kind of fan servicey because we get to see oh, All Might is. do some more swinging on people well, and de- Deku together. Well, it definitely is fan servicey for sure because they took like all of the favorite heroes. I mean, besides Mineta, they just kind of threw him in there. <laughs> but they took all of like the top heroes, everyone's favorite heroes from One A, and threw them into this situation, and then grouped them by people who we wanted to see together. True, like they put Bakugo and Todoroki and. Uh, Kaminari? No, not Kaminari. The other one. Kirishima. Yeah. They put uh, Bakugo and Todoroki and Kirishima together, and they're like the boys of this class. Like, yeah. they're they're like, if there were jocks in this world, like, it would be the three of them. Like, they're like the popular boys or whatever. And them fighting together is fucking great. Like, yeah. they don't necessarily really like each other all that much, um, because Bakugo doesn't like anybody, but... 
they have a bunch of fight scenes together that are fucking great. And then the other ones are like Deku, uh, Iraka, and Ida. Like they're all BFFs. Then they got Momo building shit and Jiro doing spy work and like Kaminari just lighting people up. Like it is so fucking good. And oh my god. Sorry if we're just calling names. That just that just puts it on you to check this out. Yeah, I'm understand why we're saying these things. This is just like gibberish to you if you have not watched my hero i'm just speaking gibberish like, and i apologize like seriously this is some fan if watch please watch the show <laughs> get to season two and then watch this movie and then you will be on our level you will be like fuck this was good oh my it's, god it, you are worn out when you're done yes. with this movie get it's into the great. show please watch this show it is so yeah. so good my hero it's academia. not going anywhere it's got tons of all vol- the manga has tons of volumes oh yeah the, the anime is they're like super four duper- seasons ahead of the anime the, right now yeah the anime is super duper popular and it's gonna i feel like it's gonna go on for as long as the creator wants to go on basically oh, yeah. as long as he's willing to keep working on it and yeah so if you jump in with us and start watching this show You'll get to watch this movie and then listen to our podcast about it. Or maybe you listen to this one first. Who knows? This might get you into it. This might have gotten you into it. And then there's a second movie that came out last year, 2019, that we will be watching at some point. Um, as soon as we can find it available yeah, to us. That bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just got to find the right version because it is an international movie. So there are lots of different subs and dubs mm-hmm. uh, just out in the world when you try to pirate things like this <laughs> it's very difficult to pirate anime and find the version that's like not in hindi yeah or, that's the truth apparently you know, hindi it's well, really the, easy to use yeah well it's very easy to find movies in hindi when you pirate things because there's a lot just a very large population there yeah so they cater to large large audiences okay so um i didn't find a lot of like trivia or facts to this movie this movie is kind of to the point there was mm-hmm. no like things hiding in the background it, it's they it moved really quick and because they, they had a story to tell and they're like we gotta get our shit in real quick mm-hmm. so seven word synopsis i'm gonna go first because i only made one because this is the best seven words for this movie but i know you got some good ones too so father and son swinging on that villain uh we keep saying papa all night so deku um, they haven't shown his dad in the show. And he exists somewhere, but we don't know where. He's off somewhere. But All Might treats that boy like a son. And it, and really becomes like a father figure yeah, to him. And in anime, in, in manga and anime, there's always characters that aren't related, but they are related. So mm-hmm. like Genkai and Yusuke and Yu Hakusho. Oh, so good. That's kind of grandma and son. Grandma and grandson. In Naruto, it's Jirai and Naruto. That's well, father and son. Honestly. It's Naruto and any male person. Yes, but later no, on, the, you'll see more Jiraiya. Well, like, in, he loves that In the later dude. version, yeah, but in original Naruto, it's the teacher guy. Oh, yeah. Not, um, not Kakashi. Not Kakashi, but the other yes, guy. Yeah, the, I can never remember that dude's name. Yeah. Yeah, so just about every show has some relationship. Like Rock Lee and Guy. Oh, They're yeah. not related. But boy, that's his son. They might as well be. <laughs> yeah. If anything happens they to that child, you're going to see that person just like, well, I have Break, to kill you now. Point. I'm going to murder you. You touched him. I have to fight you. Yeah. So, yeah, father and son it's swinging on a villain. It's basically Mando and the child. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah, it's Mando that and baby, the child. If that baby gets hurt, he's like, well, I got to kill everybody here. That's well, my child. Well, same with the baby. Yeah. If Mando gets hurt, that baby was ready to fucking choke Gita Carano. Yeah. When they were... They were arm wrestling. The baby's like, mm, father. Oh, you fucking with him? Nah. Father seems to be losing. Well, let's cut off the windpipe. <laughs> let's, let's choke a bitch. <laughs> that baby was choking her out so he could win the. Oh, man. It was so cute. Uh, baby Yoda's so cute. He don't understand what he's doing, but he kind of does. He understands enough. Because that dude came in with that flamethrower and he's like, mm, you're here to do bad mm, nope. stuff. Quit that. Yeah. <laughs> but then when the dude was like, hey, baby, do some more force stuff. And he's like, he just like waved at him. Yeah. So he kind of knows what he's doing, but kind of not. Well, he knows how to do it. He just doesn't like being told what to do. Yeah, he gets tired too. Yeah. He does things. He's like, well, he's I got to take a nappy nap with his chicky nuggies. Oh, <laughs> uh, we need to watch that again. I've been wanting to watch Mandalorian <laughs> again. So, uh, your seven words. Okay, so this is a general seven word synopsis that works for this movie and also every fight that ever happens in the show, basically. Hell yeah. Class one A helps saves the day. Helps save the day together. Yeah. That's like the major plot line. All sorts of shit goes down to the class, Ooh. this class of kids, and they're constantly helping save the day, okay. helping the heroes. I'm not going to spoil anything, but there is a moment, 100%, where uh, it seems it, it's kind of a term in arc. And things are going very shitty for the group because everybody wants their asses because they're the, the golden children. And one person sends out a signal and they're like well we saw your signal so we came and he's like you came to save me and it's like they all just like go back to back they're like well let's go kick some ass and it's like yeah it's so it's so good it's so good this show is so good there's so much like good feel happy stuff in it jesus is so good (laughs) it's so good oh man Oh, when he shoots that laser off. It's so good. He's okay. like, okay, okay. Oh, so good. All right. Uh, and then my second seven word synopsis is finally some background on everyone's favorite hero. Yes. Because we've been waiting. If you started watching, if you start watching the show, you will notice that you do not get a lot of background information on All Might. No. You know that. You know that he's the number one hero. You know that he's super strong. You know that he has a quirk that he's able to pass down. And that he has, like, an arch nemesis, basically. And that's pretty much all you really get on him, besides the fact that you learn, he or that he becomes a teacher at Deku's school. Like, that's all you get. Like, there's not a whole lot past that. Um, and this movie really dove into some other cool stuff about All Might and added in some things from the manga that just didn't get a chance to get put in into the regular series because there just either wasn't time to explore it or, you know, they just... They didn't. They weren't ready for it. So, I really liked that. And then my last one is that double Detroit smash is fucking everything. Yes. Oh. Like, um, I mean, you heard us nerd out like five minutes ago about how good this last fight scene is, and y'all just don't understand. Like, <laughs> this is like, I can't even come up with like a Marvel equivalent. I'm just the hammer. No, yeah, it's legitimately fucking Thor and Cap versus Thanos. Like, the two of them are fighting Thanos. Thor is about to go down. Like, All Might, or Deku's about to go down. And then All Might shows up. Cap fucking pulls out the hammer, goes to town, starts whipping his ass. Thor gets the fuck up. Deku gets up, and they're like, "Yeah, let's fucking go!" And they just yeah. beat Thanos' ass together, and that's exactly what happens in this movie. And or, it's so fucking 
good. Or when Cap, when he has the hammer, when he brings it back to him again, and everybody comes out of the portals, and he's like, Avengers? And he finally gets to say it, because he doesn't say it the whole time. He's like, assemble. Yeah, well, and that's they, later. That's late. That, that's, that's not this movie. That's the other movie. No, that that's... That, that's in because he has boy I'm talking about the other My Hero movie oh. where all of them come together I know this is just two of them I fighting know. the villain I know. I know but just just the good feels it is the good feels it is oh god it's so good okay so this Jesus. movie came out this is really this is a weird one because it came out in America around September 25th through October 2nd so it was like kind of uh, if you so if you watch anime um movies if you have tried to watch an anime movie in the theater here in america you know that unless it's a rerun of a very popular movie like they're doing a miyazaki week or a, a studio ghibli week or whatever um it's very hard to figure out when anime is going to be played because they really do treat it like a like the met like they hold those uh yeah. met opera things that you have to, it's like happens one night a month and you get like you have to pay extra money and you have to go on this night at this time it's not like oh there's 20 showings and i get to pick no, a showing it's like one theater does for it. anime it's very similar um there's a few more showings in that like this one they showed i think how they did it because how they did it for the the newer movie that just came out they took like they picked two or three nights um between it was like a th- in a three week span they were like okay one week you get a tuesday one week you get a thursday one week you get a saturday and then we're going to show that movie on those three days like three or four times throughout the day and that's it you get those like 12 chances to yeah. see this movie and that's it that's that's all it's going to be in the theaters because for whatever reason um anime has not been able to really break into american cinema as well as other like animated movies like it they don't have showings like you know shrek does or pixar or you know regular disney or whatever they can't keep people in the seats because a lot of anime movies involve they're much more involved like you can't just go and basically know what's gonna happen like you don't. You have to know these characters already. True. I think that's the. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. So it'd be like them going into Frozen. It'd be like a Frozen movie, but you only get Frozen two. Mm. Like without Frozen okay. one, you didn't get to see Frozen one. You don't know who these people are. You don't understand what they've been through already. And you're like, why the fuck is there a talking snowman? I don't know. <laughs> but here's Frozen two. Figure it out. <laughs> And, like, some people would really like it, sure. But a lot of the stuff that they're talking about isn't going to make sense because they haven't watched the show necessarily. So it's really hard for anime to kind of stick around in theaters, and that's why this movie, as well as the newer uh, My Hero movie, had such a short staying time in the theaters. Like, you really have to be on the lookout. Like, as soon as you hear that an anime movie for some anime that you like is going to come out, you need to, like... Put it on your IMD watch list. Figure out when it's going to, like, put it in Fandango. Like, I want to be notified when these, when this movie tickets go on sale. Like, yeah. I need to know. Because otherwise, you'll miss it. And you won't even hear about it. There will be no blip. Unless you follow, like, all of the different pages for said anime. You're not going to hear about it. Because nobody talks about it. It's very odd. And hopefully, this the popularity of the the newest My Hero movie kind of slowly starts to change that 
Um, but again, it's really hard because anime is so involved. Like these movies do have a lot. They they tie in completely with the with the TV show. Like you could go into this movie and not have seen anything because they kind of explain. Like, it does some build up. You well, wouldn't be. I mean, they explain. They explain a little bit like, oh, we're in a world where 80% of the world is, you know, has superpowers and we're going to this expo where they're they're superheroes and blah. But you don't get all those interpersonal relationships that you, that have built up over time throughout the seasons. So a lot of that gets lost and the staying power of the movie doesn't really stick around as much. It's not like a one-off where you can just be like, yeah, that was great. Cool. Let's watch that again and again and again. It's like, I have to be invested in these characters to want to watch it over and over and over again. Otherwise, I don't really understand what's happening so much. True. Okay. So, uh, what do you think the budget for this movie was? Ten million. So, um... there's a lot of CGI in that last fight. Yes. So... It's so good. (laughs) Um, if you've listened to some of the other Spotlight episodes that we've done... It just kind of depends on the effort that they want to put in. Anime is really hard to guess. Budget. Animation. Not just anime. Yes. Because we have the same issue when we do other cartoons. When we were doing cartoons during um, Christmas time. Mm-hmm. It was, it's really hard to guess how much animation, animated movies of any kind cost. Because it's so different. Especially, so like a movie that came out in the 60s is going to cost, you know... A million dollars compared to the same exact movie being made in the 2000s is going to cost you 10 million dollars. So that's like regular inflation. But when you add in animators to that, it like it gets all crazy. And then you have to add in like CGI and voiceover work. And it's so complex. So figuring out how much movie, how much animated movies are actually like how much they actually cost to make is so hard. Yeah. So, uh, this movie actually did $12 million. That was the budget. Nice. Uh, I was so relatively it, close. But yeah. that's a lot of money for a, yeah. an animated movie. So, it kind of makes sense because um, with this movie, there was a ton of CG because there's a lot of things in the background. There's a lot of moving parts. Uh, just like the Akira episode, that but that was all hand-drawn and, and smooth. There was a lot of effort. Uh, with this one, I know CG, th- there is effort there. You know, it's not just... Oh, we just It's a different do, kind of effort. Yeah, we just do CG and it's easy. It's you know No, it's definitely hard, but we've it's a seen different bad CG. It's a so. different kind of effort. Yeah. So uh the one thing in anime when a fight's happening, uh you can tell that the quality goes down because there's a lot of shit happening really quick. Uh and a lot of the good fights in Naruto, the quality goes down because there's so many things happening really fast and they can't they just can't draw with the same quality as the show normally is. So, uh, how much do you think this movie did box office wise? Forty million. Twenty-seven point five. Oh, that's sad. So that can kind of attest to in Japan. It, it easily made its money in Japan and stuff, but box office. There was like a week of time where this movie came out here. The show wasn't as big. It 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 was getting there. There were people like, oh man, My Hero's good. I heard about My Hero for a while. My buddy Steve and Terrell, they were like, hey, My Hero, man, check that out. It's really good. And then I finally caught on. I was like, damn, this is pretty fucking good. Now, uh, with the second movie, that movie made some cash. 
And so it easily made its budget. It doubled it, which is great for an animated film, you know. But later on, the popularity is starting. It's it's like kind of feverish now. It's it, so popular. So now when they make another movie, it's going to be the hottest goddamn thing. Yeah, so. this show, if you know, if you have any inkling of anime at all, like you watched anime as a kid or whatever, this anime is becoming the Dragon Ball Z. Like when we were kids, Dragon Ball Z was the anime. Like all the little kids were talking about, we're talking about Dragon Ball Z and that kind of shifted when we were kids to being Pokemon, and then that was it. Pokemon was the thing. Um, when we were teenagers, Pokemon was overtaken by Naruto, and kids a little younger than us, like Naruto was the anime. Yeah. Um, right now, the anime for little kids and teenagers is My Hero Academia. Like, this is the one. You go, I mean, not right now because coronavirus, but if you go to like any elementary school or high school or middle school right now, guaranteed you will see someone with a My Hero Academia like patch on their backpack or a shirt or like some socks or some dumb shit. There is My Hero shit everywhere. Yeah. It like, it hit that hot topic brink. Like it, it fell over the hot topic crest and now it's exploded everywhere everyone's into it so it's it's cool anime at this point it's at its coolest and it's not just anime it's like comic books and stuff so marvel helped with that situation when i was a kid i knew a ton about comic books and it was just kind of a thing that's like well you just know about comic books you know just a big old nerd but now these movies come out and i'm like oh shit that's what it's like that arc and that comic book and they're like what the hell is that and i'm like Oh, Thanos does this, 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 and that. And they're like, oh, that's fucking cool. I know things, and people are interested in what I have to say. It's really cool. The same thing with anime. Mm -hmm. Uh, Manga has been popular for forever in Japan, and kids in America have been reading for forever. I have, it's back in Texas. I got to grab those. I have Dragon Ball manga, and I used to read it all the time. And um, so there's shows now, Dr. Stone, Fucking Fire Force. JoJo's. Yeah. Demon Slayer. There are things out there right now that are probably give you more emotion than TV shows in America. Oh, for sure. There are things that make you feel a certain way. Oh, for sure. Just watching it. So, and people are starting to realize that. I cried during this movie. It's a good one, man. Like, this cartoon made me cry. And I mean... Some cartoons make me cry. Like, some Pixar shit makes me cry sometimes. But I, like, cried happy tears when they fucking started fighting together. Yeah. Like, oh, father and son is so cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, like, this is... Yeah, it... It's intense. Yeah, it's like, an like intense we're saying, it's... emotional <sighs> reaction. Anime has that. Because anime is... And manga are long-form art... It's not like a, any regular animated film. Like, it's not, you're just not watching, like, an hour and then you're done. Yeah. It's not, like, 80 minutes of a boy in a jungle and he has, like, a pet or a friend that's a bear and a friend that's a panther. Like, it's not just that and some shit goes down and then that's it. It's like, okay, well, what was the bear's life? 
when he was a baby? And what was the panther's life when he was a baby? And how did Mowgli get into the jungle? And where did this snake come from? And why does he have hypnotist powers? And like, it's, it'd be like if you broke down any other film, any other animated film and tore it into like, what is this at this point? 80 hours now? There's so many episodes. 80 hours of backstory and interwoven relationships between all the characters. It makes you care that much more. Like any other show, I guess, like a regular TV show, you watch it for a couple of seasons or like a couple of episodes, I mean, and you don't really give a crap about most of the characters. But you watch it for, you know, 10 seasons, 15 seasons. You're in love with all these characters. Like you see one of your characters dies and people fucking riot and stop watching the show. Like (laughs) that's exactly how anime is because you get to see it last for so long when these movies finally do come out with these characters you just are so emotionally invested already that you are in love basically yeah that was well fucking said (laughs) okay so uh do you have anything else for my hero two heroes jesus go watch this show yeah it's please 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 watch a show we would love to have more adults to talk about this show with it's it's fucking great that would be great yeah like i said it looks like a kid's cartoon it is pretty kiddie but there are some adult things there's a lot of adult things in this film or in this show okay a lot of adult emotion and turmoil yeah jeez okay so uh if we missed anything with this anime movie you can tweet us at allentown pod uh, if you want to email us any comments or concerns or any other anime movie that you want us to watch, you can email us at allentownpresents at gmail.com. We're on Facebook at Allentown Presents. Uh, we're on just about any podcast app. Just put in Allentown Presents and you'll find us. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to keep trucking. The next episode, it's going to be Lupin the Third, uh, The Castle of Cagliostro. Yes, Cagliostro. Uh, an amazing film. Uh, That's it. That's it. The amazing film. Yeah. Miyazaki, (laughs) man. Miyazaki did this one. It's great before he did his old Steely Ghibli stuff. It's so cute. So, um, so for Katie, I'm Otis, and uh, we'll see you very soon with the next episode. See you guys. Bye.